like they said, a lot of people think I'm signed and that's it. But what do they look forward to once they sign? Like, so I think a lot of people have a misconception. Like, I'm on. Um, when you sign a record label, sometimes it's like a lot of hurry up and wait. There's a lot of things that you felt like you already had in the bag, right? But yeah. then when I ask you, like, yeah, send me your new bio, you're like, I ain't. You can't go to Wikipedia. Like, if I'm like, no, sir, you need a real bio. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, send me your last headshot, send me your images. And it's like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I'm my boy. We were supposed to take a picture the other day. And that, right. like, you don't, you're not even really set up for like what a major label artist looks like. Right. So at the same time, it's like, you feel like nobody's doing anything, but it's like a lot of hurry up and wait because you weren't really ready. Right. But because of the way things are set up now, it's like you can go to New York, go take a picture in front of the Atlantic sign, take a picture, put it on your Instagram, and now all the labels are, are like swarming you like, oh, Atlantic is beating with them because we have our own, you know what I'm saying? Right. We have our own bidding wars and things like that. So now the artists, I feel like, are getting smarter and being like, yo, I can make a bidding war. Right. Even though I ain't got no records, even though I'm trash. Because right. a lot of y'all out there, no shade, are trash, right? Ooh, ooh, so, <laughs> like, they're doing that and making the labels kind of put their, you know, like, and it's, it's not even real music. Hmm, hmm. So, you say you basically, you basically, like, a lot of people that you sign off that, that feeling. I think that a lot of artists, especially coming out of Atlanta, they feel like they get one song and then they're good. Yeah, you're good until you're gone, though. Right. Well, you say it. You know what I'm saying? And then what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not signing anything that I feel like is, like, it's not really good music. Like, it's great if you have a dope song. I'll sign you. Wendy doesn't like song deals, so sorry, Wendy. But I may not sign you to a song deal, but I'll be interested. Like, you'll pique my interest, but I'm not actually going to sign a deal with you if it's not, like, a real thing. If you're not a real thing. Mm. You know what I mean? You can have one good record, but that doesn't make you a good Artist, artist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It means you're a nigga that has a good record. Right. 100,000. You know, of course, you had, uh, you had some great songs that were few in that album, including The Box. You also had a bunch of other guest features that went crazy. But we got to be honest, like, I think Roddy Rich kind of missed the ball and missed the opportunity to really take that shit and run with it. If we compare it to Lil Baby, and this is why I keep always saying, you know, only artists with, you know, a lot of substance, and it's all about content, and that might seem like it's a diss, but it's not a diss. It, um, substance and content, is there a message behind what you're saying that people are buying into, or are people just liking the songs because they're catchy? The box, I think people like, it's catchy. TikTok, viral, rock star, they like. TikTok, viral. He makes some other great music. People do like his story of being the underdog, but at a certain point, that's not what's going to make them wait three years. The average fan not waiting three years for nobody these days. They want to be fed often, okay? They want music. They want constantly reassurance that that person who's their favorite artist is giving them and spoon-feeding them with content consistently. We've seen to the point, look at Youngboy. Youngboy, to my to my knowledge, dropped probably four or five hits this year, right? Sincerely Control, he dropped the um, NBA young, or the NBA compilation tape, right? Also the the joint tape with um, Birdman, and also the joint tape with with Rich the Kid, right? 
That dropped this year, right? Or was that last year? I know which kid dropped a joint pitch with Lil Wayne this year. But regardless, even that, that's about like four. Could be around five. See, at least four projects. In the last calendar year, we've gotten from NBA Youngboy. He's feeding his audience very often. And now some might be like, well, you know, not everyone has to do that. Well, I, I only think only a few can afford to not do that. You know, one of the dopest things about Youngboy is that he treats his audience and he treats what he got going on like a blogger. You know, like he constantly refreshes his audience with new material, new content, and he works fast and efficient to make sure he can do it. Music used to be a process where you shoot a video, you get that video back a couple weeks later. I've seen Youngboy literally FaceTime me while he was doing the video, and I look up the next day, and the clothes he was wearing the day before doing that video, he's wearing in the video being out. So th that type of turnaround time is not usually, um, you don't usually see the music. So I think that's one of the reasons he wins. He's, he's been dominating YouTube. And I think Roddy Rich should have probably took a little bit of note because of that. I think a lot of artists believe that because of the pandemic, music froze time and that since people weren't going outside, people weren't demanding new shit. Because a lot of times music is, music marks time and a lot of that time is moments in people's lives and some people who may make music that gets played in the club, well if the clubs are kind of getting shut down, you know, you might not need to drop new music because hey, the clubs ain't open anyway. However, people move on and the attention span is really short. 